Almost got so close. Okay, we found one. <laughs> Do you guys want to get started? Are we ready? Hello. I see more people. Welcome to Friday night happy hour. We're gonna laugh and stuff. I just smoked some weed allegedly before I got here. So yeah, it's hey, is uh are you guys feeling good? Happy Friday. That was a rocky intro. It's gonna get better. Today was weird. Um I hope you guys are having a happy Friday. Is Lucas Larson here? Alright, we are gonna kick it off tonight. Uh your first comedian will be Lucas Larson. Please give him a round of applause. you have a pet betta fish because before the betta fish when all the ladies would come around they'd be like wow this is too much alpha ma male masculine energy 
never since the beta fish when all the ladies come around they're like wow this is net zero alpha male masculine energy hell yeah next joke okay I have a I have a human wife. She's very real. She's from Europe. Um she's in Spain, grew up in Spain, and in Spain they believe that cats have seven wives. And I'm like, hey, you should move to the US. Your cat would live two more years. Okay. Hell yeah. Next joke. <laughs> I can't tell if that's depressing that I'm like blackmailing about cats. Okay, very real wife, hell yeah. Um, I recently found out that uh, my wife is dating another guy. I'm like, what? Uh, I thought we were having a monogamous relationship. I didn't sign up to also be in a relationship with the dream version of myself. And she started telling me about the date, went on the other night, and she was like, yeah, he was like a little rude to me. And her response to that was to be mad at me for the whole week. So I decided to fight fire with fire, and I was like, hey, our three-person relationship is now a four-person relationship because the other night I had a dream about the dream version of you. And I was like, yeah, we were like doing sexy stuff. And so you have competition. And her response was, uh, I forfeit. Oh yeah, okay. And I was like, I'm not afraid, uh, which is what you say when you're not afraid. I was like, I'm not afraid um, because I'm irresistible to you. And I know that because judging by myself and what you told me about the other guy, you have a type. Hell yeah, this is going great. <laughs> um, I recently rode a bicycle 500 miles across the state of Iowa. Yeah, it was not court mandated. There was 30,000 other people doing this. And um, one day I was riding up a hill and an Iowan just starts yelling at me like, you got it young man, you got it. I'm like, wow, um, I'm going up this hill and I'm helping him practice for high school football coach. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's everything I wanted to work on. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. You guys got to wake the heck up. I'm sorry I made you go first. I should have gone first. I told you I smoked a bowl. I just, I fucked up everything, guys. Um, hey. Next up to the stage, please make it louder than last time. We're going to continue to make this better for Hanaid Shakur, everybody. <laughs> Woo! I was loud. I didn't want to compete for attention with the toilet, so close the door. Um, I saw a guy in a wheelchair use a metal pipe to hit another guy at the BART station. And a police officer saw it, and he ran over, and he was like, hey, don't do that. And I was like, that's interesting. So I wanted to talk to the police officer. I was like, yo, what's, like, what was that all about? He goes, well, he's in a wheelchair, so it's 
pretty it's a burden for us to actually have to arrest him because we need to bring in a special car and a van and i was like oh that's good to know <laughs> you know i didn't know that's how you can get a, out of being arrested is being physically handicapped um i was on bart the other day and this guy gets on and he sits down and he pulls out and then he says i'm either gonna smoke weed or i'm gonna get violent and then he pulls out a blunt and starts smoking it so immediately i was like okay that's that's great. And then he takes a couple hits, and afterwards he's like, I'm going to choose violence. I was like, yo, that was not the deal. Like, you made the deal. You got to stick to your word, bro. You're smell. You can't do both. Um, I wish I believed in karma because uh, I feel like it would make my life a little bit easier. The other day, my cousin got into a motorcycle accident and broke a bunch of bones in his body. He survived, and I felt so bad for him. But in that moment, I really, I really wish I believed in karma because then I could have gone up to him and been like, hey, Remember when we were 10 and you pushed me off my bike? Well, I don't feel bad for you. This sounds like karma. Um, I also feel like then I wouldn't, like my girlfriend can't get upset at me for cheating because I would just be like, hey, you cheated on your SAT. So I'm just really carrying out karma. Um, I'm worried that me being a lazy person sometimes comes off as me being a bad person. Like the other day, my friend texted me, hey, my grandma's really sick, so I'm taking her to the hospital. And I was feeling lazy, so I just gave it a thumbs up. And she responded 10 minutes later, hey, that was really rude. I was like, well, at least it wasn't a thumbs down, you know. <laughs> just, um, I feel like, I mean, I'm just lazy. I don't think I'm a bad person. Like the other day, I wanted to give a homeless guy money, but it was I had only had a 20. So I, I was like, I can give you money, but I do need change. Which is a weird thing to ask a homeless guy. <laughs> and then he was just like, you can go get change and then just give me what's left. I was like, ah, that's a lot of work. I don't really want, how about I get you next time? I know where you are in the general vicinity. You ever owe money to a homeless guy? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a weird situation to be in. I used to work as an assistant at a veterinary clinic. And one day a guy brought in his parrot and we ran some tests on it. It turns out this parrot had arsenic poisoning, which if you don't know anything about parrots, they don't normally eat arsenic. Uh, two days later, he brings in a second parrot. Same story, arsenic poisoning. So at this point, I'm like, yo, Jafar, are you feeding these parrots arsenic? And he wasn't. Turns out there's a rock statue in his apartment, and these birds were pecking at it, and that's how they were ingesting the arsenic. And so he freaked out. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Like, what have I done? And I was just like, sounds like you killed two birds with one stone, buddy. All right. Thank you. Give it up for Hunaid, everybody. I gave a homeless guy weed on the way here, and he was really pumped about it. Um, all right, you guys. Next up to the stage, we have Sean Durham, everybody. One person out of four, okay, sweet. Well, let's let's do this, I guess. <laughs> I, I lost weight over a health concern. Uh, that concern was that I couldn't stop shitting myself. Every fart became a gamble. I was losing bets all the time. 
It's the worst game of craps. I did uh, win a science fair, though, for turning my asshole into a volcano. At least felt like lava, and I definitely ruptured something. Okay. <laughs> that was a new <laughs> little bit. I'll never say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, most things I'm going to say today I shouldn't say again, but, you know, let's do it. That's what this is for. I uh, I learned recently that I fuck like a cop, which is a weird thing to realize, but I did. Because um, I was having sex, right, and the girl was riding me. I was laying there on the bed, screaming, don't move, I'll shoot. Body cam footage is wild. Okay. All right, I'm sorry that you two are here listening to this. Uh, this doesn't seem like it's for you. Um, <laughs> and this, I'm, I'm going to dig a deeper hole. Um, I, I used to be a teacher, which it's always... Always fun to say after that. Um, you, let me try to relate this to other people before I say this next. Where uh, do you guys, you guys have done those like sexual harassment trainings, right, for your job? They'd make you do like a quiz on it. I don't think a lot of people know this, but like teachers do those, but also for children, like the how not to be a pedophile quiz which is it's odd but it's actually real like i i just had to take one the other day and uh it even i asked like a question it was like is it okay to approach a child and hug them as long as they say no or as long as they don't say no sorry 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 <laughs> as long as they don't say no and obviously answered depends Am I hard? Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just odd that they, like, the things they have to tell us. Like, I was in a Zoom relationship you should have with your students. And someone, one of the, the people teaching it was like, hey, don't give kids your number. Because we had a case where a teacher gave a number and eventually the text got sexual. And like, that feels like advice you give an addict. Like don't go to a bar because you might fall off the wagon. Just made me think, like, are all these teachers on the wagon? There's just one of those little red ones with the foldable <laughs> black handle. Okay, I've lost everybody, this is fine. <laughs> Teachers are pedophiles. That's the summation of this joke. I'm going to get off. <laughs> Give it up for Sean, everybody. That has been a PSA. Support teachers. Uh, okay. Next up to the stage, we have Josh Katsky, everybody. Hey, come on. Let's be cheerful. Woo! The energy in this room is palpable. We're all having a great time here. Let's work on some jokes. My name is Joshua I was named after the Bible story, if you guys know that one, the Battle of Jericho, where Joshua, 
uh, blows his horn for seven days as he's walking around the city. And on the seventh day, the city of Jericho falls to the ground and is destroyed. Anyone else here named after a terrorist? Cool. No, just me. All right, that was my one. Now we're going to work on new shit. What, what? Uh, you guys know that show Bluey, the the one with the dog? Uh, they were bought by... Di you're just, like, not even moving your head to questions. I appreciate that. Hey, question for the audience. No. Uh, Disney Channel bought the show Bluey, which uh, I think is awesome because if you know anything about how Disney does dog movies, you kind of know how that show's going to end now. Old Yeller, but blue version. It's going to be green, I guess. Uh, blacking out is weird. I'm trying to black out less. Uh, if you don't know what blacking out is, blacking out is where your brain turns into a police officer at a routine traffic stop. Like, I know something bad's about to happen here. Time to stop recording. All right. Uh, I think it's weird. Like, wh there's a lot of protests going on. Like, there's always the stop Asian hate or, like, you know, stop all this stuff. And they always use a stop sign as their thing. They'll, like, have signs with a stop sign. It'll be, like, stop and Asian hate. And I think that's a weird way to protest um, because that's not how stop signs work. I don't know if you guys drive or not, uh, but normally when you get to a stop sign, you stop for like a half a second, and then you step on the gas and you keep going. I don't think that's the message they're really going for. I think they need more of like a dead end ahead or a funny version of that joke. Um, I'm a pushover. I learned that I was at Outside Lands. I know I'm a, I know I'm a pushover. If you're in a crowded area and you need to get to the bathroom and there's no path, I become the path. I don't know how people can smell it on me, but every single time I'm in a bar, like I get the two taps on the back to like move out of the way, form a path. That's not a joke, that's just a thing that happens. Racist stereotypes are bad, how do you? We're getting no reactions, cool. She loves racism, everyone on this podcast. Uh, racist stereotypes are bad. Like, there's this stereotype of, like, uh, Asian women can't drive, and that's, that's horrible. It's ridiculous. It's like, it has nothing to do with race. All right. I can say that joke, okay? I'm half woman on my mom's side. Cool. You guys are having a great time. Uh, I saw a guy in the Tenderloin who was in a wheelchair, um, and what was interesting about that to me was that he was propelling himself with his legs, he was like pushing himself back. So that's just a guy who stole a wheelchair. Uh, I don't know. I think if you're gonna steal a wheelchair, probably steal at the top of a hill, right? Make things easier for yourself. Kind of sounds like one of those corporate cliches, like guys, you're working too hard, okay? You're stealing the wheelchair at the bottom of a hill. You don't need to, okay. Do I have one joke? All right. I just wrote this, it's horrible. Here's my impression of hitting on a Holocaust survivor. Hey baby, let me get your number. <laughs> Peace. All right, give it up for Josh, everybody. Come on. You guys are just such a lovely, energizing crowd. I'm just kidding, we're all together. Is Brady here? No, no Brady. Is Guthrie back from the liquor store? No, no. All right. Uh, what about is Ray here? No. Sophia? 
Sophia Ben Yahya. Did I say that right? You can. You okay? <laughs> Give it up for Sophia. Sophia, everybody. All right. Hi. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the people who just walked in. Are you also comics? Or you just walked in? You just walked in. Cool. Welcome. This is one of the weirdest things. Hi, welcome. I've never performed. I've had more audience outside than inside. <laughs> this is <laughs> awesome. So hi, uh, my name is Safia. I don't live here. Um, I'm just visiting my mom who lives here. So uh, you know, my I have the coolest mom, by the way, because she's in a band. And I swear to God, I know you can be impressed. She's got more gigs than I do. <laughs> She is killing it. Uh, though, am I being recorded? I didn't even realize I was being recorded. We're live on Instagram. So in, in a way, this is a cool gig. And also, can we talk about how Jesus is watching? Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of improvising, riffing over here. So hi, my name is Safia. This is, uh, you probably haven't heard that name before. It's an Arabic name. People don't always believe me when I talk about, when I say that, because they're confused because I look and sound like an Emily, you know? Uh, but my dad is Algerian. Do you all know Algeria? Clap if you know Algeria. You know. Okay, cool. Testing that here. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Algerian. So my brother also has an Arabic name. His name is Mehdi, Mehdi in Arabic. But for some reason, my sister's name is Linda. So it's like we sound Arab and she sounds like a Republican. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, so my, uh, I live, uh, that's, that's a story. What else uh, am I going to tell you about me today? I clearly... I don't do stand-up full-time. My career is clearly skyrocketing. <laughs> uh, no, I have, I have a full-time job. I wish I could do this full-time, but I can't really get myself to leaving it because, well, it's hard when you have an office with a view of the firefighters. Like, in that sense, my career is on fire, you know? The girls gave me a chuckle. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what is the other thing I was going to say today? I'm kind of improvising because I wasn't really sure what else was going. I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um... The other thing, yeah, my I'll just keep talking about my parents uh, because I realized that I have the coolest parents that a female comic could ask for. As I told you, I have a cool mom uh, and an absent father. <laughs> yep. Uh, the other thing, hmm, I think I might. Did you? How much time am I at? You said three minutes. Four. Oh, I'm only at two and a half. Minute and a half. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna leave you on this one though. Is it? Oh, my dad? No. <laughs> I think I just told you about my dad. <laughs> I don't think you want another rest. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Thanks. You guys have been great. Keep it going for your host, Emily. Give it up for Sophia, everybody. I look like my name could be Linda, but it is Emily, in fact. Okay. Um, is Guthrie back? No. All right. No Brady yet. No Ray. I'm just going to say it in case they're outside smoking. Uh, Sam's here, though, right? Sam West. Hey, give it up for Sam, you guys. Sam West. This is part of his act. <laughs> Do y'all ever wonder if carrots and pumpkins feel jealous that... Uh, Oranges won the color. Maybe I've been in my head too much today. I don't know. I'm glad to get out of my apartment, though. Glad to get out of my apartment. I think I have been in my head too much because I'm fucking up basic household chores. Like, today it was vacuuming. Here's what happened. I, 
was feeling pretty good, all right? I was feeling pretty good. I had the headphones on, cranked up to 11. But I never realized that vacuum cleaner had been off the entire time. And all I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my apartment a 47-minute belly rub. Yeah, so I recently got one of those Roomba vacuum cleaners, you know, those little robots, they zip around and vacuum for you. And I do like it, but it sketches me out a little bit because I've heard it's collecting data about my apartment, sending it to Amazon so that they can target me with advertisements. So from time to time, I like to take my Roomba, put it on a treadmill, let it go for a while. And I thought I had finally beaten the system, but then I logged into my Amazon account the other night, and I'll come real with you, friends. I, uh, I got hooked by an advertisement for a beautiful four-mile-long rug. I was like, holy shit, this would look tremendous on the treadmill. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think we should be too, too scared of all the self-driving tech, you know, the self-driving uh, vacuums. Self-driving cars, I'll give it to you, are a little sketchy. Like earlier, I saw a self-driving white van with no windows. Yeah. Terrified me, because I saw it do the entire kidnapping all by itself. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Walked down the street a little bit more, I saw a drag race. Saw a drag race in the middle of the street. Also blew my mind, because until today, I had never seen someone in high heels just run so fast before. Holy shit. A lot of police at that event guarding it. You know, I, I'm pretty comfortable around cops. I'm not going to lie. I grew up around them. So for context, my dad was a cop. My stepmom was a cop. My uncle was a cop. My cousin was a cop. My own brother went to jail for impersonating a cop. I mean, there were cops everywhere. Like, high school, my nickname was Piglet. Fucking awful. Yeah. I remember just asking my dad to read me a bedtime story. He'd just kick my door open and read me my Miranda rights. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I'll, uh, got a water bed at home. I, I like the idea of a fluid-based bed, but I wish I could replace the water with some other sort of fluid. You know, maybe like gasoline. Like just imagine how hot sex on a gasoline bed would be, you know? It's like, babe, don't knock that candle over. I'm going to explode prematurely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know? Things without strings attached. Like, I like the strings. Give me the strings. You know, something meaningful. Meaningful. <coughs> Hiccup. Something meaningful. That's why I only fuck puppets now. Yeah. Had to break it off with Pinocchio just last week. Don't get me wrong, I liked the guy, but uh, <coughs> the final straw was the night he asked if we could dirty talk while making love. Am I still good on time? Okay, okay. Final, the final straw was the night he asked if we could dirty talk while making love. I said, okay, sure, but let's just keep it reasonable, okay? Next, I knew it was coming. That's why I asked. <laughs> Next thing I knew, we're in the bedroom. He turns around and goes, tell me I'm a real boy. I was like, no, dude. That's the most unreasonable thing you could have said in this moment. What? He got all mad at me because I didn't stay in character. I was like, ah, my bad, my bad. Uh, you're right. I should. Elmo doesn't like that. <laughs> all right. The puppet, puppet fucking bit didn't do great, but that's okay. That's why we're here, to grow together. Um. <laughs> I think I'll end it with that, friends. Thank you. <laughs> Give it up for Sam, everybody. Uh, my dad sends me a lot of... There's a there's a TikTok. I'm going to tell you something weird because that's what Pam always does. Um, there's a TikTok where Elmo just curses and says like really offensive things, and my dad loves it, and he just sends me videos of Elmo like freaking out. They're like jerking off jokes, just like... Anyway, you may not like that. Maybe you will. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> next up to the stage, give it up for Guthrie Renwick, everybody. How's everyone doing? Got back from Chicago yesterday. I noticed some people there that uh, looked very similar to San Franciscans. 
Midwest moms. I thought they were fucking lesbians, okay? They wear the same fit, flannels and everything. I think it's cultural appropriation, honestly. Gotta eat a little pussy wearing that fit. I don't know. Hot takes here. So, uh, Mormons and morons are one letter apart. Meh. Just an observation. Just an observation. So, aliens are real? You seen this? The government said aliens are fucking real. Crazy fucking shit. I just kind of hope Marjorie Taylor Greene was right. They're Jewish aliens. Could you imagine that? Just them coming down like, ah, oh, what do they do to the atmosphere? I'm schwitzing. Schlepped all my way here and it's fucking hot as shit. Oh, I would love it. That's what I'm looking for in life. You guys are very engaging. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, some people say squirt is pee, but I've always thought it tastes like grapefruit soda. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. So uh, the other day I was at uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium, right? You know, having a good old time, looking at the sea otters. They're eating their ice chips, having a great old time. So I'm here. My girlfriend's here. We've got a service dog between us. And this kid runs up to the glass, right? All excited about the otters. Can't blame him. His grandfather follows him. He's just watching him, taking a couple steps back. He's about to step on this dog, okay? I got to do something about this. Now, this man has a Vietnam veteran's cap, crusty new balances. You know what he's looking like. I can't fight this man, but I have to de-escalate the situation. A, because he'll probably kick my ass in his 70s, and B, because I can't fucking fight. So what do I do to this man to de-escalate it? Take a big step forward and sniff him right on the back of the neck. I pulled a fucking Joe Biden on this man, let me tell you. This man, as we mentioned, Vietnam veteran, he's seen his best friend die at 18 probably. This man's filled with trauma. This fucked him up 10 times worse than that, okay? So if you have to defuse a situation, be weird, don't be violent. That's my message. All right. Has anyone had Lunchables recently? No? Just me? I'm the only child in an adult body? Okay. Well, I'm living the dream over here. You guys should check it out. They got Kit Kats now and them. Desserts for your Lunchables. You seen this? Not too bad. Capri Suns are still in there. Only thing past that plastic straw ban. Only thing. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I like Capri Suns more than Turtles. Does anyone like Turtles more? No? That's fucking good. We don't have any racist audience members tonight. Turtles are racist as shit. Have you seen this shit on the internet? There's a white shoe they go around in. And they're like, howdy, neighbor. Let's have a cup of iced tea later. Nice lawn. Black shoe, ram it repeatedly. Let's cancel Turtles. Drink plastic straws till the end of time. Just fuck Turtles, guys. They need to change like the rest of us. They're 150 years old, okay? Our old people need to change their beliefs. Turtles need to change their beliefs. That's about all I fucking got for you guys. R.I.P. Harambe. Epstein didn't kill himself. Aliens are real and they're probably Jewish. I love all you guys. Give it up for Guthrie and the alien turtles. I had something else weird I was going to say to you and then I forgot. So, um, Hey, is Melissa here? All right. Are you ready? Are you ready to get up there? All right. Let's make it very loud for Melissa Christine, everybody. I am from Minnesota, and yeah, when people meet me and they learn that, they just like assume that I'm nice. And you know what happens when you assume. You're usually correct. I am super nice. I just wish it wasn't so obvious. I wish I wasn't my own stereotype. 
So I am new to stand-up comedy, and a lot of guys, when I tell them that, have a lot of advice to tell me about how to start, how to get better, how to do it. And I'm not talking about other comedians. Other comedians, I welcome advice and feedback. I'm talking about dudes who have never done an open mic. Like, they've never even written a joke. I think because they have, like, watched it a lot, they think they can tell me what to do, even though they've never come close to doing it themselves. What's next? Are you going to tell me how to make a woman come? I don't think you've done that either, Kevin. <laughs> uh, it's very mansplaining. I don't love it. I don't love the term mansplaining either. It comes from man explaining. And I think explaining implies some expertise and some accuracy. But they don't know what they're talking about. They're just man speaking. And I'm not woman listening. I do think we've made a lot of progress in that area, though, because a lot of my guy friends are so terrified of mansplaining to me that they won't teach me anything. Like, my friend Greg is especially nervous about messing this up. I could be diffusing a bomb, and he's a bomb expert. And he'd be like, Melissa, take the red wire. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I just... I. I just assumed that you would want my, oh, that was super sexist of me. I can't believe I, Greg, you're an expert. I want your help. Are you sure? <laughs> he won't teach me anything. He's so afraid. He's actually like so afraid of being sexist that he's more sexist. <laughs> but I feel bad for him because he grew up like not respecting women. And I'm glad he's trying. I'm glad he's trying. So I'm dating, and I prefer to sleep with Jewish men. Um, like, I don't care if you're circumcised or not. I just hate surprises. <laughs> I also, everyone has different things they do with, like, grooming and pubic hair. I do this thing. It's, like, I shave to a landing strip, but it's, like, shorter and fatter. So to me, it looks like a little Hitler mustache. And then... I can pretend that I'm making Hitler suck dick. <laughs> That's the noise it makes. <laughs> but it's so much better if he's Jewish. It also works if he's black. It's so erotic. It's so satisfying. You suck that dick, Hitler. Oh, my God. I have to be really careful not to say that out loud, though. I did that one time. Ari did not like it. <laughs> You're going to say the wrong name during sex. Don't say Hitler. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Have a good night. Give it up for Melissa, everybody. Do you think his, like, weird little mustache would, like, tickle? Never mind. Okay. Um, it's funny because the next comedian has a super German name, and we could roast him for that. Anyway, give it up for Raphael Wolfgang. <laughs> Hey, how we doing, everybody? How we doing, Mutiny? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! There we go. There it is. Oh, my God. What a electric crowd we have tonight. Um, 
Anyway, uh, I was talking to uh, my dad the other day, and uh, my dad is a very like major conspiracy theorist. Uh, like, does anyone else have like a family member who gets like a little crazy with it? You know what I mean? It's really weird because you know, like I, you know, I grew up with my dad. Like everyone thinks their dad is like super smart growing up, right? And I thought my dad was wicked smart because he knew shit that none of your fucking dads knew. That's for sure. He was way ahead of his. He was like Isaac Newton if all of his theories were wrong. You know, he was way ahead of his fucking time. Like, I, like I'd be on like the playground with my friends as a kid. They come up to me like, "Hey, uh, did you know that frogs give you warts?" Like, frogs don't give you warts, you fucking idiot. They make you gay. Everyone knows that shit. <laughs> Everyone fucking knows that. And it's weird, you know, because I've grown up now, so I don't fall for his shit anymore. But, like, every once in a while I find something kind of creep up, you know, that was, like, I learned when I was a kid. I'm trying to get rid of it. Like, the other day a buddy of mine came up to me. He was also a major conspiracy theorist. He was trying to, he was, he was telling me, he was like, hey, I heard, uh, I heard Michelle Obama's trans. And I was like, that's not cool, dude. Michelle Obama's not trans. She's a lizard. Everyone knows that shit. Come on. I've known that shit since the third grade. Where are you getting your information from? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, come on, Barack Obama, really? Doesn't even sound like a human name, doesn't it? <laughs> Barack Obama doesn't kind of sound like a fucking made-up name. It was so weird because I actually like Obama, but 2008 was so because everyone was just like, Barack Obama, yeah, Barack Obama, Barack Obama. Who's his vice president? Job of the Hut, I think. I don't know. Barack Obama. <laughs> Boba Fett, I don't know. <laughs> like Yoda easily could have been Yobama. That's a great name for Yoda. He's like two foot tall and green. Yobama's perfect. Anyway, that's what my dad thinks about Obama. <coughs> anyway, my, so my dad was trying to tell me the other day uh, about uh, mermaids. He was trying to convince me that mermaids were real. Again, I don't fall for it anymore. So I was like, Dad, mermaids aren't fucking real. And he goes, what makes you think they're not real? And I was like, I'll tell you why. Because it's always a mermaid, right? never a merman it's always a female thing that's how you know that it was really just like a male perpetuated fucking myth right like it wasn't women hallucinating tits onto a seal out in the deep blue sea right it was definitely a bunch of dirty sailors right just some dirty sailor walked into a bar one day he's like oh my god i saw this fucking crazy half fish person everyone's like shut the fuck up no you didn't he's like i swear to god i had big tits and everything and they're like maybe we should hear him out i don't know it seems like he knows what he's talking about i don't know then another sailor walked in. He's like, I saw a half fish with a dick. And everyone's like, never speak to me again. Ever. Don't, no one wants to hear about your fucking dick, fucking fish dick, nasty ass. <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think if fish do you think if fish had visible dicks, people would still be putting them in their aquariums? I don't think that. I think they'd make creepy decorations. Just a bunch of fucking orange little whatever color they are. I don't even know. <laughs> a bunch of orange little fish dicks floating around. You go over to your friend's house, he's like, hey, look at my beta fish. And look at my alpha fish. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go be friends with somebody else. I got to go. Jesus. Fucking fish tanks infested with crabs. Under the semen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, man. I wrote a whole song. I have no idea how to put it into my set at all. It's just like doesn't fit. I wrote a whole fucking... <laughs> This dirty hermit's very perverted under the semen. <laughs> I think that would be funny if there was a little more energy in here. But okay. <laughs> uh, let's see if I have anything else. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. You guys have been awesome. Keep it going for your host, everybody. Emily, woo! Give it up for Raphael, guys. I want to get I want to get two fish with like very similar sized dicks that are large. And like put them in a 360 view tank and just like watch them fight. Like I think that would be awesome. Okay, cool. I'm glad you guys are all with me and Raphael on the fish sticks. 
Uh, not fish sticks, not to be confused. Hey, look who it is. Ray Khan is here, everybody. Give it up for Ray. Emily Rudolph, everybody, holding down the fort, doing an excellent job. Yeah, look at these guys. Are you guys having a good time today? You don't sound like it. Jesus Christ, who died? Are you guys okay? Everything good? My name is Ray Khan, and I come from a super educated family. You guys come from education? Because I do. Yeah? Yeah, my dad's got a PhD. My mom's got two, count them, two master's degrees. So if you know anything about genetics, you know that I'm a huge disappointment. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I'm 54 years old. I'm deep in the mission. And I'm talking, speaking of an aquarium, I'm talking to an entire aquarium. You guys are dead. Let's go, baby. It's Friday night. What you come here for, to laugh? I hope so, because this is going to be hard. Um... Anyways, uh, Emily's uh, holding down the four. Pam's gone. I'm having a good time. I have a certain look to myself. I'm what you call ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, you can't tell where I'm from, can you? You know where I'm from? No, you don't, because I'm, I'm ambiguous. But my wife had no idea when we were dating where I was from, and she was too scared to ask the questions. <laughs> she was so scared. Oh, my God, she would not ask me where I was from. But she asked in a super indirect way. She'd be like, Ray. You want to go out to, I don't know, a movie and dinner? You want to go dinner and a movie? Dinner and a movie? Sounds good. I'm like, yeah, baby. Bet. Let's go. She's like, cool. All right. What do you want? You want to go, I don't know. You want to go, you want to get some lumpia? Is lumpia something you like? Is lumpia something your people would like? I mean, is lumpia something that you would like? You want to see a Pacquiao side? You, I, I taped the Pacquiao fight. You want to see that? I'm like, what? No, I don't want that. What do you think? You want to go to a luau? Would a luau be good? How about a luau? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's see Rock. The Rock? You want to see a movie from The Rock, you know? The big guy? What's The Rock cooking? I don't know. A luau? What do you think? I'm like, sweetie, relax. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're trying to figure out where I'm from. I'm from Pakistan. It's okay. Yeah, thank you. One Pakistani, maybe. Um, so, awesome. Um, we'll, we won't fight afterwards, I promise. I'm from Pakistan. <laughs> I'm from Pakistan. So, relax, sweetheart. You don't have to play the guessing game anymore. She's like, whoosh. Thank God. What are we doing? We're doing, uh, we're doing samosas and diarrhea tonight? Is that what we're doing? Is that? And I was like, oh, shit. Hell yeah, will you marry me? Because you know my people. Samosas and diarrhea, that's what I'm about, people. All right, anyways, um, I got cheap parents. Anybody have cheap parents growing up? No one? You guys all come from money? Deep in the mission on a Friday night? Come from money? Sounds right. Uh, I got a bunch of cheap parents and uh, a couple of cheap parents, and it's hard to break the habit of being cheap. Super hard. Very, very difficult. It takes all the energy I have not to pull over on the side of the road and Pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, you know what it is, right? Yeah, for the low, low price of reversing one half mile down the side of the highway, that cracked rattan footstool is all mine. Yeah, I'm a cheapskate. Uh, I never change my bed sheets. That's one of the ways I'm not cheap. I never buy new bed sheets. I will not buy new bed sheets until I hold up the bed sheet and I can see the face of Jesus in the light. I swear to God. That shrouded Turin is all mine. I won't go to the linen store until it's bed, bath, and beyond repair. Yeah, all right, that's my time. You guys, you guys are great. Give it up Thanks for Ray, everybody. Night, everybody. <laughs> Woo! All right. You guys later. Have a good Friday night. Thanks for coming. Uh, next up to the stage, give it up for GD, you guys. Hey, Ziggy. 
exactly how I imagined. Best audience ever, three people. Yes, <laughs> out of which, out of which three are comedians. <laughs> okay. Uh, so recently, I was uh, diagnosed with the depression. Yay! Give energy. Yes, depression. I am. I am one of you now. That's what. That was the plan to, when I came from India. I want to be. I want to be more like them. My therapist is giving me great advices. Like, my therapist said, meditate and don't stare at my tits. <laughs> Gatsby is laughing. Yes, relatable. Okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, Americans, especially the white people. They're so good-looking, make me feel like I'm uglier. Uh, but that's fine because I'm in, in I'm in the U.S., so I'm making money in U.S.D., so I'm richer. So that that's like a balancing thing. It's not their mistake. It's not my mistake. Like Homo sapiens and Neanderthals, you remember that story? Homo sapiens were like the dark, early men, and the Neanderthals were like they came from Europe. They had blue eyes, and they were like slightly fair. I really like the name, though. Like Homo sapien sounds like he has a grocery store in Sunnyvale. <laughs> Homo sapien, Indian grocery store. Neanderthal, like a nice name, like a six feet two white guy, lives in New York, has a Harley Davidson. Hey, I'm Neander. It's not funny, I thought it would be funny, but it's fine. I'm saying, uh, why is it called uh, drive through? Why not drive, stop, order, pay, collect, through? It's very confusing for me because my English is not that good, so I thought I just need to drive through. Turns out the person was a new person, like the employee, so he called his manager. So someone just came and didn't stop and just kept driving. Or just check if he planted a bomb. He didn't look like a terrorist. He just looked like a stupid person. I'm not stupid, though. I work in tech. I am stupid. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in the engineering team. I'm, the, I'm in the other team, like non-engineering teams. I realized uh, any cap can be a shower cap if you're on drugs. This is my shower cap. It's not waterproof, but I don't even feel the difference because I'm high. I think <coughs> if, if sperms were fishes, my bathtub would be an aquarium. I masturbate in my <laughs> Six months I'm doing comedy and I still don't know if my jokes are not good or my accent. This is the most a comedian has ever got. Comedians usually, when they start comedy, they're like, I'm finding my voice. I'm like, I'm finding my accent. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit, dude? My shirt told me that it wants to be in a casual relationship with my body. So now it's my vest. I'm the best comedian in my apartment. That happened after my roommate left. Now I live alone. I like it. I like it living alone. I think I'm an introvert. I'm such a big introvert, I have an anti-social security number. <laughs> Last week a girl said, uh, I can't live without you, so she's dead. Smartly flipping a dark joke. Don't do that, okay. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, what else did I write? I recently figured out that I'm legally not allowed by the government to have a second source of income because I'm on a worker's visa. So all I can do is my job. So I don't even know why I'm doing stand-up anymore. Because think about it, no matter how good I get, I cannot be booked for money. But if you want to book me, you can actually, you can give me like like one one serving of chicken tikka masala. That's like, that's 
20 minutes chicken tikka masala, 25 minutes biryani and chicken tikka masala. I have a store near my home. It says uh, Kung Fu for health and self-defense. What else can Kung Fu be for? That's what I'm wondering. You go to a red light district, it says uh, prostitutes for sex. Or you can talk to them if you're depressed. All right, happy Friday, thank you. Give it up for GD, everybody. And his very stylish shower cap. Um, we are actually almost to the end tonight, you guys. It's been a light evening, so please keep it going for Jack Weiler. We're going for Emily, two people. This is awesome. I, uh, I got bullied really hard as a kid. I, I'd go, I was really little, so I'd go into school in elementary school and I'd get called midget every day, just midget, midget, midget by everyone around me, uh, which I thought was really fucked up in particular because the one who started it had a peg leg. I was like, why, why midget? All right. I, uh, I kept like wanting to fit in though, like as I kept getting older. So like in high school, I tried to do anything I could to fit in at my like high, high school, right? So I would, you know, wear my hat backwards. I would watch football. I would suppress my homoerotic proclivities. You know, just try to do anything I could to fit in. Uh, my parents, they did think I was gay when I was growing up, like just because I had a big picture of Zac Efron on my wall. I was like, Mom, I feel like I'm allowed to have male role models without it making me gay. She's like, that's fine, but why is the picture shirtless? And I was like, game respects game. I don't know what you want me to say. She was like, that's all fine, but why is there lipstick smears all over its face and chest? And I was like, I think it's a Banksy. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I, I, like, it was really hard, though, because as a freshman in high school, I still couldn't come. And, like, that's all 14-year-old boys talk about. Right, so I'd go into school and like my school in Boston, and, and I'd be like, "Hey, Trevor," and he'd be like, "Dude, I fucking nutted so hard last night, it splashed right into my fucking eye, dude." And then I'd have to be like, "Yeah, man, I fucking come so hard that I fucking fill bathtubs in my house, dude. I come hard, man." All right, I, <laughs> I, uh. I went on a date recently uh, with this Australian girl in the Castro, and we were talking, and, you know, just about normal things, like, getting to know each other. Like, she was like, oh, like, do you have any dogs? I was like, oh, do you have any kangaroos? And she was like, oh, do you believe in God? I was like, oh, do you believe Steve Irwin was an inside job? Like, you know, just normal exchanges. And, uh, and then she started, like, I was like, how do you like being in America? And she was like, uh, like, in our, uh, honestly, a really high America. I gotta work on this accent, but uh, <laughs> like, because like, like your laws are very backwards towards women and towards like other marginalized communities. And I was like, at first, like, kind of annoyed that I was taking political advice from someone who sounds like a British person that learned English at a Mississippi public school. Uh, but then I thought about it a little more, and then I was like, all right, maybe you're right. Okay, you know, maybe maybe I should like really take a look at what America has to offer and how it maybe compares to other uh, developed countries. And then, and then she called over the waiter uh, for being rude, and, and she looks at me, and she's like, fucking queers, am I right? I was like, all right, this is kind of, I don't think this is, all right, there might be something in this joke. That's good. I, uh, what else can I tell? Yeah, I, I'll, let's talk about coming a little more. I, I'll never forget the first time I came, though, you know, because, like, my toes, they started shaking. My neck got really tight, and my vibrator was almost out of charge. It was a close call. Thanks. Uh, the other day I said that at a show, and this woman goes, when was that? 
yesterday. Like yesterday. It's right now. All right. I uh I'll tell this one more joke and get out of here. I I'm a really big Harry Potter fan, self-described Potterhead. Anyone else in the audience? Leaves to lose their virginity? Uh, just me. Kind of hard, though, being a Harry Potter fan, because J.K. Rowling was in the news for being really transphobic. Right? She said she couldn't imagine a world where a man would ever become a woman. Yeah, that was wild to me. Yeah, because she could imagine a magical world in which an ugly redhead gets to bang Emma Watson. Like, she's worried about the precedent trans athletes are setting for little girls, but I'm worried about the precedent she's setting for ugly gingers all across the globe. Like, fuck you, Ron Weasley. All right, thanks, Emily. Bye. <laughs> Give it up for Jack, everybody. Uh, there have been jokes about white girls named Emily and gingers tonight. So this is great. I feel <laughs> amazing. Okay. Yeah, they're always... Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, <laughs> is Brady here? No. All right. I'm going to tell you guys some jokes, then you can leave. One second. Oh, you don't have to listen to me. Whatever. It's <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Uh yeah, I guess I'll tell my ginger joke that's like not it's not it's not my favorite, but I think it is something. So I actually did read this one time. Did you guys know that in certain parts of the world that they say being a ginger is lucky? Like having a red hair is very lucky in some cultures. Like as lucky as finding a four leaf clover. And I disagree. I think that having red hair and no freckles is lucky. Like that's why they call it being a ginger. Some people are into it, but most people we're what's happening most people just think we're kind of gross so yeah uh cool jack wheezed at me <laughs> my uncle uh named his butthole precious i don't know what's going on with this mic but it's fine it's it matches the vibe right now uh and i i said that to somebody last christmas and he i was like my uncle named his butt precious my uncle was like it's my butthole um, which I think is weird, you know. There's a lot of things that are precious, like life itself is precious, you know. Babies are precious, but a butthole is not. And then, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I realized, like, my uncle is a genius. We'll be in a family situation, you know, and uh, when he wants to leave, he'll just be like, "Precious has got to go." Um, one time we tried to stop him, and he shit on the stairs. And like, uh, this isn't actually made up. That really happened, and I'm trying to make it into a joke. So. Uh yeah, and I then I was like, it would be weird though if you did that with your dick. Like a guy couldn't be like, oh, Willie's gotta get out of here. Like they'd arrest you. Yeah, about my uncle's butthole right now. Um, I had an ex-boyfriend that was really into trans women, and I'm a problem solver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> cool. This is going okay for three people. Thank you, Jack. Uh. So I was like a Google away from finding myself in a really popular sex shop in Oakland owned by a friendly black lesbian couple that was like more than willing to teach me anything I needed to know about pegging, uh, which is what this joke is about, if you didn't know. And usually I ask the women in the room if they've ever shopped for their own dicks before, but clearly it's just you guys. <laughs> so um, it's great. I'm assuming you haven't. If you have, more power to you. I support you. Uh, I was overcome with like all the masculinity I thought I'd never get to have as a woman. Uh, so I picked out like the biggest, blackest, veiniest dick that the store had to offer. Um, and I walked up to the counter to check out with my big black dick. And these two lovely women smiled at me and thanked me for supporting black business. So 
Cool. That's all I want to do. Thanks, guys. Have a good Friday night. Thanks for coming. It's all right with me. I see you run to make a call, hoping that there's someone free. Your life and my life, they don't touch at all. That's no way to be. You've never been so far. What's real?
some 20 years I carry a torch in my own way But how long can a good thing last I start hearing people say The good, the bad, and the ugly they, They've all taken their turn So light a candle and watch the flame Watch the flame until there's nothing left to burn
Like most young men, Dick Gregory in time began to think about space, outer space. Not the space on men's minds, but the space in their heads. You know, really, as a nation, we tend to worry too much. We worry about everything, and it's so wrong. Wondering if Russia make it to the moon before we will, or Russia make it to the stars before we will, so what? <laughs> See, we're doing all right now. But I'm not trying to say Russia's doing bad. It's put up one of them six flats. Seven tons. But we're doing all right. Yeah, we got a satellite up there right now. One click, take a picture of the whole Earth. Now we're trying to find paper to print it on. show you how far advanced we are. You ever think you see the day a mouse would look down at us and say, say cheese? <laughs> Worry too damn much. Like I said, we're doing all right now in space. 
Up until a couple of weeks ago, they started lying to us. You read it in the papers, front page, picture, headlines, chimp returns. That's a lie. That wasn't no chimp. That was a man we sent up there. That's what he looked like when he got back. <laughs> they try not to frighten those other six boys, you know. But we're doing all right. Found out somebody up there. I had a message come back the other day. said, lady for these monkeys and dogs sent some bras. <laughs> I volunteered to go to outer space when Ike was president. I flew all the way to Washington. I said, Mr. Ike, can I, can I get on your outer space program? He said, what for? I said, well, I can't go to school down here. <laughs> and they caught the U-2 plane spying, and everybody in America was shook up, so Ike said, we won't do no more spying, and 12 trench coat companies went out of business. <laughs> short career, Greg can't help but realize the responsibilities facing a humorist these days. So listen. What do you demand out of a comic today? Good story, good plot, psychological reasoning, and above all, it must be funny. <laughs> and you wonder why we're sick, huh? <laughs> 20 years ago, two comics walk on the stage and go something like this. Hey, man, who was that crazy chick I saw you with last night? And the other guy said, man, that wasn't no chick, that was my wife. Well, that's all of a joke. That's it. That's <laughs> what they told 20 years ago. But you expect more out of us today. We give you more. That's why we ask for more money. <laughs> hey, man, who's that crazy chick I saw you with last night? Man, there wasn't no chick. That's my brother. He just got a problem. <laughs> A lot of people ask me, say, Greg, how come you always talk about the South? Well, I was born and raised down South. I can talk about it if I want to. Matter of fact, I was born so far South, had my mother taken one step back, I'd have been a Mexican. <laughs> Not that far. Born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, but we had our problems. And then we'll get 1951. They integrated the swimming pools, and all our parents made us get out there, whether you could swim or not. Just go. Get with them. Told my people, damn it, you want to be with them people? You go. Don't get me out there in all that water. <laughs> and I know they don't like me anyway. <laughs> and I can't swim. <laughs> but they were nice to us. <laughs> when I found out what happened, you didn't need to know how to swim. <laughs> and they were real nice to us. They knew they had to integrate. They had a new lifeguard for us. He was blind. <laughs> <laughs> It was a glorious day. We all walked out to that integrated swimming pool, diving board, 50 feet in there. We got up on that diving board. They blew the whistle. We jumped, and they drained the pool. <laughs> I'm really going to have to kind of cut my show short, because I have to leave here this morning and go down to North Carolina and sit in the restaurant. <laughs>
not quite. I have a kid brother been sitting in the restaurant for six months, and like he's so damn sure he's not gonna get waited on, he don't even take no money with him. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they served him and they broke? <laughs> hey, I sit in one of them restaurants, 11 months waiting on the integrate. The integrated didn't have what I wanted. <laughs> I went home down south all the way to Mississippi about six months ago to visit my brother. And the night before I got there, he, he, I didn't see him. I missed him forever. See, he was driving one of them pickup trucks and run through a red light and ran into a Ku Klux Klan parade. <laughs> He'd have been 27 tomorrow. I got a girl who's always late. Anytime we have a date. Well, hell, we don't know what they was fighting about, but you remember those clever words? Don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. <laughs> the Battle of Leopoldville. Don't shoot till you see the whites. <laughs> well, don't laugh at them cats in the Congo. They kind of balanced out the world for me. <laughs> See, now you can go to Mississippi, I can't. I can go to Congo, and you can. <laughs> Hell, everybody in the whole world's the same. They just talk a little different and look a little different. Everybody's the same. Here in America, we have what we call ham and egg joints. We call ham and eggeries, and it's really a front for a bookie joint. <laughs> and like in Israel, they have bookie joints that's a front for ham and eggery. <laughs> difference. <laughs> sure, I'm glad you're laughing at my joke. Man. <laughs> Even when I'm not laugh, you know, because you might find out Jesus is colored. <laughs> <laughs> and if he is, if you laugh, I put in a good word for you. <laughs> and just in case he's not, you put in a good word for me. <laughs> I might need it. And if he's neither, we both sunk. <laughs> No, he's laughing because he's not working. <laughs> a lot of nice things happen to you in the course of a lifetime. Of course, my luck been running so bad lately. If it had been bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I bought a suit with two pair of pants and burned a hole in the coat. <laughs> And see, my luck is like real, real bad because I'm married and miserable. <laughs> Got to talk about my wife this month. She's out of the country. She in the Congo is teaching natives how to fight dirty. <laughs> She'll be back. And she just nags me. I can't understand women for nothing in the world. How can you girls say a little hair on your husband's lapel and miss the garage door? <laughs> My wife just nags me and nags me. Told me a couple of weeks ago, if you don't quit drinking so damn much, I'm gonna leave you. I'm sure gonna miss her. <laughs> I wouldn't quit drinking for nothing. I love to drink. Matter of fact, I got so drunk one night, I carried my wife to my other apartment. <laughs> My wife just nags me and nags me. 
told me a couple of weeks ago, if you don't quit drinking so damn much, I'm gonna leave you. I'm sure gonna miss her. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't quit drinking for nothing. I love to drink. Matter of fact, I got so drunk one night, I carried my wife to my other apartment. But I love her. Yes, I love her. Let's go beyond tomorrow. Afraid to face tomorrow. Or whatever may lie beyond tomorrow. Do you think you're up to spending a weekend on the moon?
entertaining house guests from Mars. Can you and your children adjust to the strange, new, wonderful world that is being wrought in the test tubes and cyclotrons of science beyond tomorrow? Beyond Tomorrow, a new program of probabilities drawn from the vast library of science fiction where anything is possible and possibly may happen to you. Tonight, based on a famous story by Theodore Sturgeon and adapted by Draper Lewis, a tale about a man accused of murder in a small western town who insists it was not murder, but something really much worse. All right, all right! I'm presiding coroner here, and I'll handle this inquest my way, if you don't mind. All right. Now look, Kemp. Why can't you get it through your head that nobody's trying to railroad you into admitting anything? You're just a fella knows something about the death of this here Alessandro Sykes. The Weird Circle. Countdown for blast off. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire. In this cave by the restless sea, we are meant to call from out of the past stories strange and weird. Bellkeeper, toll the bell so that all may know we are gathered again in the Weird Circle. again the immortal tale Frankenstein. Frankenstein. 